The following program is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another edition of Homolicious. Hello. We are back. I'm so happy to be back with y'all. It is nice. It's been a little break and we're all together again. I know. Reunited it. It feels so good. <laughs> it feels so. <laughs> well, you know, this is uh, part one. Of seven. No, this is part one of our Pride episode. It is. Yeah, we're doing a because, series, y'all. Because we're right in the middle of Pride. And we are, yeah. So we're going to talk, uh, I mean, if there's any podcast that's going to talk about some gay shit. It's ours. It's this one. It's homolicious. It's us. Yeah. It's in the name. Yeah. It's it, yeah. yeah. We have to. Contractually, I'm actually obligated to, so that's the only reason I do this podcast. So we're going to take a lot of pride in our Pride episode. Yeah. Yeah. See what I did there? Oh, yeah. I'm. Yeah, yeah. It's just tied that up in a little bow. Yeah, yeah. I could wrap that and sell it. <laughs> that's, that, that's well, I'm John Rust. I'm a writer, creative guy. And you know, I just realized this morning that it's the voices that make me drink. Oh. <laughs> it's going to keep on drinking. They're doing it too. Yeah. yeah. I hope you named them. I heard Carrie Fisher used to name all of her personalities and her voices. Oh. So she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's Paul and that's Brenda and shit like that. Creative Carrie, we called her. Creative Carrie. Yeah. 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 Just naming shit. Necessarily. That's like me naming my plants. Oh, brother. <laughs> no, what? Hey. It, Do the plants have names? Yeah. My basil plant, his name is Basil Exposition. See? Thank you. That is funny. And there's Babs. She's this palm plant because she feels like a like a Barbara. Uh, I've got a new snake plant named Sally because we love alliteration. Oh. And I've got uh, Plumpy and Pointy, which are my two succulents. That's Latina's breasts, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> which one's Plumpy? Which one's Pointy? Yeah. But I won't tell you which one. <laughs> at the reveal at 11 o'clock, she shows you. <laughs> it is terrifying. <laughs> Plumpy. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it's time we introduce the rest yeah, of ourselves. Sure okay. Hi, I'm yeah. Dano. I'm a 30-something geeky gay, and I'm going to get real with y'all here for a minute, okay? I'll take it down. I think we all know what it's like to be walking down the sidewalk and have someone yell out, faggot, at you from their moving car. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why this month I'm partnering with Uber, so I never have to be seen walking around with you common faggots ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that'll that's the way to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. Like just sell like out, that. baby. <laughs> Seven out of ten psychologists agree. <laughs> agree that it, you're a faggot. Yeah. <laughs> and take an Uber. Yeah, and I just yeah. have to blow those other two, and then ten out of ten. Oh wait, that's not how math works. What? Seven. No. Well, gays aren't good at math, so math's hard. I'm gonna have yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, I've only got these two hands. You know, if I want to count to 20, I got to take my shoes off. <laughs> um, even then, you only get to 19 because of the accident. You know, that's well, where pointy comes in handy. No, but it's all that jet ski coming. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. Well, put your math book down and introduce yourself. It's me. I'm the somebody that Diana Ross told you to reach out and touch, Latina Turner. Oh. <laughs> wow. Diana. I love that song. But it's also kind of like, mm, don't touch everyone. Like, <laughs> reach out and touch somebody. It's like, it just kind of feels like her bar's low. It's just like someone. It, it, go ahead, anybody. Just touch somebody. So stay with us, everybody. We've got a lot to talk about. If you keep listening, you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, help me. 
because I, I want to. <laughs> That's how you start this segment. <laughs> Someone help me. Please help me. <laughs> I want to say boots at the end of a sentence, but it fails miserably each time I do it. So for the hennies out there that don't know, this, this word boots is a suffix and it means what? Oh, yeah. Or right on it's like like yeah it's like the boots like boot sister um it's like an exclamation point you say but it it means nothing yeah. so really. give me a sentence with with the proper use of boots oh you're gonna slay the house down boots yeah that's like where it comes from oh is it a song no it's just a drag queen no? saying yeah. well you both said it like everybody no. knows it but me you're it's... gonna slay the house down boots you know <laughs> john yeah I mean, it's just you... like uh it's like gay colloquialism it's like it's it it was a whole thing on gay jeopardy gay jeopardy oh my god i'm so lost i'm just kidding that wasn't okay. a thing but, I, but man you two whores <laughs> caught it. i missed this dad and i are going through the channels going i don't get that station <laughs> god damn it oh it's on gay cbs so um yeah i don't know what the this, fuck it means it's just like this dinner is great boots uh no see yeah, no, it's it's wonky when you do it for some reason it's like <laughs> no, i want to do it yeah. though i need help and i, <laughs> I know i tried it a few times and all i user got was error. A, a stern lip and a head shake like, can can you just okay so just uh -huh. repeat after me it's slay the house down boots i know but if i say that every time people get tired of it well they're already tired of it you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> they're tired, tired of you of they're tired of this they're tired <laughs> yeah. of that they're tired of fucking everything. people are tired okay slay the house down boots yeah no, no it's, it's down no. you're talking it's, to your cat named yeah, boots yeah. Um, adorable but not correct yeah it's just yeah. like not their <laughs> boots that's a new rug um <laughs> I'm trying to think of another. Um, Slay the um, house down boots, mama. Slay the house down boots, mama. Slay the house down boots. Slay the house down boots. Yeah, yeah. Slay the house down boots. So, yeah, no, see, it's like you're young again. Hand me that broom boots. Yeah, no, see. No, no, see, it doesn't work. You got to give me another sentence. I need one more sentence besides slay the house down. I don't have another one for you. That's the only That's the only way I know how to use boots. I don't think it's for me. Yeah. It's like when they say, like, wig at the end of everything. Like, a wig. Oh, yeah? Wig. Yeah. I don't even know what it means. Well, okay. Wig means it's like your wig is snatched. Like, you're so surprised. You're just like, ugh, wig. Like, it snatched my wig. I'm shocked. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I like that one. Let me try it. A bewildered, bewitched. This dinner's great, wig. Yeah, again. It's, <laughs> Who's uh, wig? No, no. It sounds like <laughs> no. you have a pair of birds named Boots and Wig, <laughs> which is actually kind of cute. It's kind of fierce. Kinda I, great, ha I yeah. have commas in there. I think I got to take the comma out. Yeah, no. What is like millennials and v they don't like punctuation yeah just abandon mm. it much like the original production of gypsy it's really just about enunciation um <laughs> because otherwise <laughs> i don't know what the fuck you're saying okay well i've got one for you i heard the other day okay um and a word describing how much you like something. So this pizza is slamming. Yeah, that's that's good. Oh, I think that's uh, yeah, that's been around for probably since the bicentennial. Yeah. So <laughs> better late than never. Rip um, Van John just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What the hell? What's a fax machine? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, no. I feel like even beyond slamming, now we've got oh, this pizza slaps. Yeah. You say like the shit slaps, and I feel like that's even old now. The, oh, really? This pizza slaps. Yeah. I'm just getting. I'm just getting used to cute. Cute. What? Um, like the word cute. Yeah. Do you like that? Oh, it's cute. Oh. No, no. It's a degree of taste. Yeah. No, that's cute. Or oh, did you enjoy the play? The play was cute. It's like it's saying cute. sweetie. I think that's the gay way of being mean. Oh. You 
or being indifferent. You think it's in the middle? I think it's a middle thing. So if if someone's like, oh, like, how was the funeral? You're like, I don't know. It was cute. Like It was cute. <laughs> the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Like, it, it, it's a way of being indifferent and also like. How do you rate a funeral? <laughs> on a scale of cute to slay. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like mine's going to get like five stars out of ten or something. But, um, okay. So what we sound like right now are a bunch of marketers trying to figure out how to like launch their pride collection at Lowe's um, where they're just. Like, it was work, mama. <laughs> on, a, on a scale of cute to slay. Um, okay, everybody, pride's we, coming and we need merch yeah. and we need adjectives. Looking around a room. Yeah. Um, slay. Boots. Wig. Wiglet. No, what is it? Snap. Little baby wig. It's wig. I like wiglet, though. Like you just saying wiglet at the end of things. Are wiglets even around anymore? Is it a legit thing? Oh, sure. It's a tiny little wig, like a piece. That, you know, it goes like, oh, yeah. Just for height sometimes. Okay. Yeah, you have to find women in like in their, you know, early hundreds um, and they're still wearing them. <laughs> my mother always wore one. And when she was done with it, I used to cut it up and, and put it on my Ken doll and make him hippie hair. Rad. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. And we do productions of hair in my bedroom, you know, <laughs> to the soundtrack. And uh, I, I think he liked me. I think he kind of had a crush on me. I'm not sure. Yeah, hippie Ken. I hope you like cut up these little wigs for your Ken dolls and you're like, and in a year or two, we'll have dreads. <laughs> um, oh, little tiny, yeah, sit and weave all that all night. I'm going blind. Little I'm going blind. Ken doll. Yeah. Ken. My mom held up a washcloth once and at a family, not meeting, a but meeting. just everyone was sitting there and she said, I have a, a question. Uh, attention, everyone. Um, she held up a washcloth and there was a hole in the middle of the washcloth. And she goes, Can could someone explain uh, what this is and who did it? And I said, uh, Guilty. And she goes, And can we know what its purpose was? And I said, Yeah, oh a, a little piece of carpet for a dollhouse. <laughs> oh, thank God. And the room felt silent. And my mom was like, I just needed an yeah, explanation. I just wanted That's to know. All That's I needed. all. Okay, yeah. I yeah. thought you were going to say you were fucking the washcloth. Oh. I knew you. Yeah. That's where we were going. Yeah. 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 And I was going to raise my hand at the family thing and say, I'm fucking the washcloth. Yeah. yeah I'm fucking yeah, the washcloth, sure. mommy. <laughs> yeah. Glory yeah. holes. Oh, yeah. That's. that's... <laughs> For the record, the, the hole was the size of a nickel. So I'm sure I'm not going to throw my hand up and say, that fit just fine. You know? <laughs> oh, it was blousy. Um, you know. <laughs> Maybe it was a glory hole like for Ken, like Ken size glory hole. Oh my gosh. Oh, see. I'm playing Glory Hole with my Ken dolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We just defined lonely. Uh, I think lonely that is the definition. Right there. Yeah. That's what it's like to grow up gay, ladies and gentlemen. You like you're like, we're gonna play bathhouse. <laughs> uh, the problem is that Ken got cheated in the general de- oh, I can't say it. It's too late. Let me get oh, my gosh. my good teeth. Hold on. She has one beer. <laughs> I think they're here somewhere. <laughs> Pop them in, would you? No, no I swear. Followed my bridge. Okay, I'll get that later. <laughs> Give me about 12. <laughs> get some mineral oil. I need to pass it. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. What was I saying? Uh, Miniature glory holes. Ken dolls. No, genitals. Ken got cheated in the genital department. Yeah. Oh. Does he even have a little bump? Yeah. Barely a bump. It's just like a smooth area. A barely bump. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I had to stuff. <laughs> You heard about Cochrane Ken, right? Boots. Yes. Have you seen yeah. pictures of this John? <laughs> <laughs> Boots, Mama Cochrane. <laughs> no, like in that was like in the eighties or nineties or something. Like they came out with a version of like Ken that was supposed to be based off of like the hip dudes in uh, San Francisco, 
and he's wearing like a ring uh, uh, around his neck, like on a necklace. And it's totally a cock ring. At the time, it was hip to wear cock rings as necklaces. Oh, you, you still can't? And the good people at Mattel <laughs> did not know that. Oh. So they had a bunch of R&D go out to San Francisco and come back with pictures of very hip people. But all they came back with unknowingly were pictures of very hip gay men um, going to raves and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got like this bleach blonde hair and like this lab lavender vest over like a mesh shirt it is so gay aggressively gay and here's the best part so he was only on shelves for probably like maybe six weeks at the most before they pulled him off shelves and to this day he is the best selling barbie doll of all time wow yeah he was bought in the hundreds of thousands by gay men as gay gifts bought up immediately yeah. Ooh, Andy yeah. has an earring in one of his ears, too. I'm looking at pictures now. His name was Earring Magic Ken. It's my name in prison. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets you through the night. Uh, it, and what was magic about him? He sucked dick. He's a fairy. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fairy. <laughs> are quite magical so yeah so i i do take a lot of pleasure in the fact that like to this day really at mattel oh well they have to talk about cock ring ken every time they talk about like their best-selling dolls i have to think like someone knew what was going on and just like didn't say anything and was just like giggling the whole time wow because that would be oh yeah there was some queen at mattel who was just like (laughs) (laughs) tee-hee-heeing if they were smart they would re-release uh, Magic Earring Ken during Pride Month. Oh my God, right? Yeah. And they would make a million dollars just off me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all anyone would get for Christmas and Hanukkah yeah. and Kwanzaa. It's like, here, here here comes Cock Ring Ken. On a card table out in front of Forest Lawn, there's Latina selling yeah. Cock Ring Kens. Cock Ring Kens. Get your Cock Ring Kens. Oh, I know you're going to miss them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your loss. Who died? Anyway, here's a doll. Um, <laughs> Oh, that makes everybody smile. <laughs> Even somebody coming right back from a funeral. He's magic. What the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, girl. What are we ever talking about? I started off with boots because I wanted to be, you know, kind of groovy for a pride this year. Well, your first mistake was calling it groovy. <laughs> yeah, let's, You're already let's at a deficit. Else. Let's work on 2023. <laughs> yeah, next year. If we yeah, start yeah. now, I think yeah, we'll be yeah. able to make you hit by, I don't know, 2030 or so. Uh, yeah. So, well, totally but sure. It's going to be harder to memorize my lines then, so, but we better hurry and do it now. I'm going to feed it in your ear like they did Angela Lansbury and Blythe Spirit. You know? There you go. Play. Keep giving Let's me play. lines. Don't have to learn a single word of you this. Can, uh, you can kind of spot an actor wearing an earwig because they look at the ground and then <laughs> say their line. They kind of come to life. Yeah, like <laughs> They were animated for just a beat. <laughs> and then back again. Yeah. yeah. Like another nickel in her. <laughs> oh, it's like they plugged her back in. You know, it's like, there we go. Who powers back? Yeah. And there was a gesture for give me a line. And I think it was a hand to the ear, which meant I don't know where I am. And in a minute, I'm going to fill my depends. And so somebody better just give me a line. So is that why you have your hand or your ear? <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the grocery store line <laughs> honey the lines in the front just go stand there like everyone else we're in the self-checkout just just breathe how about people that protest the self-checkout have you run into this yet protest oh, it what what you you got to get out of the grocery store and find other things to be mad about because yeah what this ralph is insane <laughs> you're mad at every aisle every person <laughs> no no i'm not mad i am at the self-checkout and a man walks up to me and said really you're gonna use that and take a job away from a person no yes like it's you personally taking the job away. yeah like it's him yeah 
Yeah, and I said, no, I'm going to use this because there are no check stands open but one, and there's a line around the earth, and I would just like to get my Magnum condoms in this Crisco and get out of here. You know? And he's going, what are you making? You know? You're like, that's between me and Mr. Bucket. Um. <laughs> Do you want to do what's on your mind? It's what's on your mind? I think I know what's on your it's mind. Fucking first. Okay. Have to whisper just so it's between and MSN and R. What are those things called where they whisper? ASM. You're never going to get that. You ask that like <laughs> every. once every episode, and and you come up with some fucking insane acronym where you're just like you know TNT KFC, and I'm just like that is literally not it. It's literally ASMR. Do we know what it even stands for? I don't. No. <laughs> no, we don't. Audio sensory. Um. Mother uh, Rancher Magenta Good, good. Uh, yeah. Rally North Carolina. You can hear listeners yelling the right definition. Right, yeah, right now. While they're listening to our podcast. Yeah, see, there you they listen are. real closely. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so do lonely people like this because they think that something intimate is talking? Nobody, nobody whispers in their ear. I think it's a sex thing. No, it's like a it's like a sensory thing. It's a, it's so that you can almost feel. You know, people are getting off to it. Really? Some people are. You're supposed to be able to like you would like. Oh, that's me opening up a bag of potato chips in bed. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what your depends sound like when you roll out of bed at noon. Um... <laughs> oh, honey, they're full. <laughs> Uh, of course. It's a sensory thing. Yeah, I think it, it is. I, I, yeah. I think it, yeah, it like stimulates people. And because it's something you can hear, you would then visualize yeah. it. I think they visualize somebody's whispering in their ear. I really do. Hey, do you remember Delilah? Delilah on the coast? On the radio. Does anybody remember her? With like the love letters or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. She would get real close yeah. to the microphone and, oh, Stanley, I know that darling loves you <laughs> and she just doesn't know how to tell you. And so this song should do it. And then it's like, come on, get happy. You know, just said no. <laughs> Thing to do with Darlene and Stanley. Peach is an herb. Um. <laughs> but she was sexual in everything she said. Well, her name's Delilah. That's a sexy name. Yeah, and I think that I think lonely men listen to Delilah and were like, "She's talking to me." Oh yeah, yeah. She. I, I guess if you're like. If you're like trucking across wherever, that is your one form. I mean, I guess you have, we have a lot more technology now, but maybe then. She has a uh, Delilah, Delilah. Yeah. Remember it with like a four part harmony and then she's back and, oh, there's so many people out there in love. No, there really aren't. <laughs> I'm driving in the boon sticks of fucking Southern Utah looking for a toilet to pee in. And you're saying there's a lot of love in the world right now. Just saying, no, there isn't. I'm lonely. Anyway, right now we need to find out Dano, what's on your mind? What's on your mind? Um, so I was doing laundry last week, and um, <laughs> that's a good one. The laundromat, finally. Yeah. Oh yeah, finally. I wait way too oh long to do God. laundry. Well, I uh, I like to take a little edible usually when I go do my laundry, and I I cart it off to the laundromat, take an edible, and have have a fun like couple hours. And I think I got like way, way too high because I totally like lost or forgot or dropped my favorite hoodie at the laundromat. Oh, no. And I'm so sad now without it. Because you were super high. I was so fucking high. <laughs> um, wow. We're supposed to feel bad in this story. <laughs> so you left your hoodie there and it's your favorite one. I did. 
And I went back the next day and like to look for it when I was, you know, much more sober and it wasn't there. No, no, it's not. Have you ever lost like a really favorite piece of like article of clothing or anything in in the laundry? Yeah. Not the laundry. Yeah. Just at like men's houses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just like, I'm not going to see it because, because then I'd have to like, like interact with them again. And it was always just like, I'm not calling them. And you've, you've narrowed it down to three from last night. So three blocks. Yeah. (laughs) You're not really sure which one. Yeah. Three people, three blocks. Yeah. Well, when you're grabbing your pile of clothes off of the floor while you, you know, jump out of the the second story window. Yeah. Cause he screamed, my wife's here. Um, Right. Right. Or they're throwing you out. Oh, yeah, but yeah. that's just because I can't go to Best Westerns anymore. Yeah. But, you know, I could still go to, to Radisson. <laughs> they got your picture on the wall, don't Hilton. they? Like, can't let her in here. Yeah. yeah. There comes messy Latina. <laughs> there she is, leaving yeah. shit in the room. In my real life, though, uh, clothes, I feel like I I think the worst thing is when they get damaged in the wash. Yeah. Mm. Like if they like shrink that, like the saddest thing is when they shrink and they, you know, and they turn into, you know, Polly Pocket's dress. <laughs> and I'm just like, how the fuck am I putting this back on? Like, well, there's like a bleach this. stain on it or something. It's oh, not yeah. a sexy cute place. Somebody's poured bleach in or dye. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, Dan. Happy Pride. Yeah. I'm looking for a cute cranberry hoodie. Is all I'm <laughs> cranberry. It was cranberry. It was cranberry, like American apparel hoodie. It it was, oh, it was from H and M. even worse. Hey, <laughs> is it even worse? <laughs> I, worse. I think he's laying hints for a new hoodie. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I was wearing a hoodie to somewhere, and uh, this drag queen walked up to me and said, "Are you depressed?" What? And I said, "What?" And she said, "Only oh. depressed and suicidal people wear hoodies." That makes no sense. And and. Have you ever heard of this? I mean, no, but that explains a lot. I'm probably depressed. Um, <laughs> There's some association between a hoodie and a depressed person. It's like, I've never heard this. Yeah. No. I wear sweatshirts and hoodies all the time. No. I mean, she's probably Josh and Yun. I... Also, I don't know if her name was Josh or not, but <laughs> she was probably Josh. This yeah. makes sense. I feel like everyone wears hoodies. Like, hoodies are like the most common accessory. It's like t-shirt, jeans, hoodie. It's the light thing to wear when it's just a little bit cold and not really cold. Perfect. Well, yeah. Perfect for any weather. And especially during the pandy, it was fun when you could just like throw up your hood, put on your sunglasses, put on a mask. Instant Unabomber. Invisible. Rob a bank. I was like the invisible man. I liked it. <laughs> no one recognized me. Oh, they still don't. But um, Well, the Carmen Miranda hat is what probably deters yeah. them. Yeah. It was all the fruit. That's real fruit on that thing. And that's in case there's a famine. A papaya. <laughs> I make a smooth with my hat when I get home. <laughs> Delish. Latina Turner. Uh-huh. What's on your mind? Besides this wig. Tape and glue. Yeah, and- <laughs> tape, glue. <laughs> um, I just got back from Mexico City. Um, and if you haven't been, it is mm-hmm. fantastic. However, not however, and, and. Yes, and. Um, I think I saw like the craziest bar act I've ever seen in my life. Oh no. Donkey show. Donkey show. Not a donkey show. Actually oh. somehow better. Um ping pong. So <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> um so I would just like to preface that like go-go dancers here in the US, like don't ever forget that like we were founded by Puritans, this entire country. Oh. Like you think of go-go dancers here, they like sometimes wear a jock strap. Like you sometimes see butt, right? Right. But that's it. Yeah, the butt's the main event. Yeah. Depends mm-hmm. the event. Yeah. Yeah. Not in fucking Mexico. So we go to this bar and <laughs> and the go-go dancer gets up on, on the bar and he's like, I'm going to strip. And so mind you, he's doing all of this uh, to that song, Black Velvet. Ooh, sexy. Mm. It is, if it's 1993. Um, so I was just like, I'm glad y'all just caught this song. <laughs> Sexiest year. Yeah, I was like, you are going to love O-Town. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> 
so he's doing this to to black magic velvet uh, is it black no black velvet not black magic <laughs> now that one's even older <laughs> that old black magic you can imagine doing it to black that's in my cabaret <laughs> and i actually bring out a black person <laughs> when i sing that and it's no one like that it did not go over well <laughs> no one like that act so he gets on the bar and he starts to strip and he's got you know the tearaway pants yeah, the tearaway shirt the tearaway. and he's wearing a, like a thong or whatever and we're just like oh sexy you know and everyone's kind of hooting and hollering can right, i give an example of a hoot and holler in in spanish it's just el hoot and el holler um <laughs> okay yeah. yeah so then he takes off the thong and so it is just like full dick and that dick is fucking harder than algebra it is, <laughs> it is literally just like, it is rock fucking hard <laughs> latina did a chin up on it just to see oh, no, 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 no. a pull up on that thing would have been amish compared to what actually conspired so he was like, who wants shots? What? And so people run up to the bar and he's pouring shots in their mouths from a bottle of tequila. And I was just like, oh, that's funny. Like he's, he's again, fully naked, but he's pouring shots into their mouth. And then he's like, okay, who really wants a shot? And everyone screams and he proceeds to pour the tequila down his hard dick and it runs off into people's mouths. It's Ooh, like a dick luge. Like a dick luge. Like a dick luge. It is Tequila coming off an uncircumcised right. penis into people's mouths. Oh my God. And I was, I mean, it takes a lot to shock me, I think, after all this time, but I was mouth agape, just like, yeah, yeah. 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 and suddenly thirsty. Um, yeah. Just like everybody else underneath. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh no, there's more. And then two drag queens join him up on the bar and proceed to just blow him. Oh, just blow the shit out of him while they're pouring, like while he's pouring tequila, <laughs> they're like sucking up the tequila. And yes. The and then they went back to the program, like, like, like nothing happened. They just kept playing the music and we kept dancing and that was wow. it. But that was like the midnight show. Oh my I God. I threw every peso I had, every peso <laughs> I had, I was thrown at that bar. I was like, you take it. You take my money. Wow. All my dinero, girl. Amazing. Incredible. No, th so there are no foreskin shots? Every peso I had, I was throwing at that bar. <laughs> Take all my money. You are the king of the bar. Honey, it was it was incredible. It was truly so incredible. And I was just like, it sucks here in America. It sucks yeah, so much. dancers are lame in comparison. They are so, so boring. So incredibly boring. They're like fucking pilgrims. I was like, I hate this. <laughs> so I've been thinking about that ever since I got back. I'm sure. And I think we should bring that act here. I I, I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do my we can gandas. suggest it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like when you go up for a song request, it's like, could he actually pour tequila shots off his dick? <laughs> Do you imagine? That's going to go over well at the Abbey. It's my birthday. It's my birthday in nine months. It's a special occasion. Can I have a... Uh... I want to ask for the foreskin shot. Well, it's still your birthday. Do you guys know what the foreskin shot is? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's where they hold it open like a little cup and they pour the shot yeah. in it into the foreskin. And you take the, the shot like that. And you yell, four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because no one likes it when you yell skin, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Skin. Yeah, it doesn't work. It sounds like a fucking Buffalo Bill Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fuck me. Um, uh, no, and where, where do you see this performance, Dan? Just at your house. <laughs> just, just on the <laughs> internet. On, oh. on the balcony when, <laughs> I'm, when I'm drunk at 2 a.m. Yeah. He's like, I got rid of two ribs and I can do it with myself. So <laughs> yeah. worth it. He's like, the best is when I do it with Malibu rum. 
Do you think it would sting a little bit? Sticky. Wow, the both of you had that same thought, huh? Yeah, so I got, he went sting, I went sticky. Yeah. 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 Stingy, sticky. So there I was in my doctor's office explaining. <laughs> well, you see, I did that little dick shot thing. Again, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, and um, I shouldn't have. From the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure they love that. Smells like scotch, but it still burns. <laughs> John, why did you even What's ask? on your mind? What's on your mind? I'll tell you what's on my mind. I was um, in a uh, no restaurant. In... <laughs> yeah, and scene. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went, went to a restaurant and I was I went to the sink and there's a sign and there's a sign in restaurants and mm. it pisses me off that says employees must wash hands. Why does Why? this piss you off, John? <laughs> because everybody should wash their fucking hands. I guess like legally by the state, they are required yeah. to put that up there for some reason. That is so stupid. How about you just write everybody wash your hands and that wouldn't that would cover the employees. I'm into it. That would cover everybody. <laughs> What's next? Everybody must wipe their ass. <laughs> Do you really think that sign makes the employees wash their hands? No. And if so, you've got the wrong employees. They just, yeah. Get better employees. Excuse me, in the interview, no. do you wash your hands? Do you imagine? After you use the bathroom? Who's going to say no? Who the hell is going to say no in an interview of just like, not me? I haven't washed my hands since the 80s. <laughs> employees must wash hands is irritating it's the same reason they have a sign that says like caution shower might be wet like yeah. <laughs> you're like no kidding it's because some asshole so, fell where, and where does that sign where we except japan translated into english where else do you see this sign oh it's always in like those gay hotels in palm springs because they know people are having sex yeah. and so it's like caution might be a little slippery in here for you and the other eight guys you're bringing in here um yeah or even just generally like, slippery when wet everything yeah. is slippery when coffee wet. may be hot it's like, duh. Yeah, you think? So in that same restaurant, we walked in at unannounced at lunch. God, you got to stop going to Arby's. <laughs> no, this, was, this was a fancy Italian restaurant for dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> when you're there, you're family and you wash your hands. It's noon and the entire restaurant is empty. There's one person and there's 50 tables. And we said to a table for two. And she said, do you have a reservation? <laughs> and I looked over. And I said, um, no, and it looks like we don't need one. <laughs> and she said, I'll squeeze you in. We had the entire dinner and one other couple came the entire time. And I go, well, you were able to squeeze us in. That was so sweet because so considerate. I could have brought five more families in this place and we'd have done just fine. It is arrogant to sometimes look condescendingly at you and go, do you have a reservation? I mean, that's the hostess's job at a restaurant is to like basically make you feel like shit. Yeah, that's her entire job is to be like, oh, you're mm -hmm. wearing that? Um, <laughs> we have a dress code, sir. You ever been in the Magic Castle? They they no. look you up and down. And yes. I've heard I've heard there's a staunch dress code at the Magic Castle. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean you have to dress up. Yeah, I mean no, I mean I had a jacket and and uh, tie and everything, but yeah, you I, definitely need a tie and jacket to, to get in there. Um, if women have a low cut or sleeveless uh, dresses, they give them a wrap to put around the top of them. Ugh. Oh. My God. And there's this rack of wraps. A rack of wraps. Sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I'm glad I said that. Rack of wraps. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was in the Magic Castle, we went to the bar, you know, where the piano plays by itself, mm -hmm. Irma or something. Yeah. yeah. And June Lockhart was sitting next to us, oh elbow on the bar, just having her <laughs> cocktail.
and um, and Dan's looking her up right now. Yeah, yes. I am. <laughs> she's the mother on Lost in Space. She's she's Lassie's mother from the fifties. Um, here's something creepy. So <laughs> pull your pants back. June Lockhart up. <laughs> is <laughs> no, it's creepy and it itches. <laughs> okay, uh, June Lockhart as a child was in one of my favorite versions of A Christmas Carol. And she's one of the Cratchit kids. Okay. I think we've talked about that. But this. wait, her parents are Mr. and Mrs. Cratchit. Okay. Her real life parents. Oh my God. Yeah. Nobody thinks this is fun but me. It's got to be twisted. Okay. I'll press the leave button. <laughs> <laughs> just like, let me out. I'm lonely. Oh, she's been alone for 12 hours and all of a sudden she wants to talk about that Christmas carol again with the Lockhart. <laughs> I'm just going to say it again and we'll say it again in six months when we do our Christmas episode. The Muppet one is better. I do not want to argue about this. It is legit the best ever oh my telling God. of a Christmas uh, story. Happy Pride, everyone. Yeah. Well, we're doing Christmas in July, oh, but it's geez. not even July. But let's just assume. Let's not just even fucking assume July. it is. If we're doing Christmas, if there's Christmas in July, does that mean it's Thanksgiving in June? No, no. The tradition of Christmas in July is that you're at summer camp or you're in summer stock and you're not going to be together at Christmas. So you have a Christmas party during the Oh, summer. I just thought it was because it was six months after, you know. No, but you won't see them. And so you have the well, party. Well, that's a little presumptuous. Gonna... <laughs> I might see them. They don't know. <laughs> I've never had to do summer stock, though, darling. I'm no, sorry. I know I've she stars. Been, she doesn't like. <laughs> I've always been working. I, I just have such a busy schedule. So yeah, but that sounds cute. Well, I've done summer stock, and I never want to see those people again. So I'm glad that we had the <laughs> had the party in uh, July when we did. Like, let's get that over. No, oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's hot as fuck, and you get out some Christmas decorations. And geez, maybe we'll do it this year. I don't know. Oh, jinkies boots! <laughs> oh my god, make it stop! Christmas boots. <laughs> Santa's boots. First, I thought they were saying boobs. Boobs. Slay the house down, boobs. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, boobs. Uh, I was yelling boobs yeah, at boobs. the end of le- every sentence, and I was corrected. They go, "No, it's boots." It's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at drag shows, that that it works. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to uh, a strip club for my friend's birthday? Oh. And I was, you know, it was a straight dude and it was like me and another gay and we were just we're just there to support him, you know, being a fierce ally. And I go up to like tip one of the dancers and she has these really cool, like huge hoop earrings. And I love a hoop earring. So I go up to her. and The music's really loud. I'm like, I love your hoops. And she goes, you love my boobs. (laughs) No, girl, your hoops. I didn't even see your boobs. What are those? (laughs) I like your earrings. Where'd you buy them? (laughs) Not a lot of people go right to the earrings. Not a lot. I went to an all nude strip club one time for a friend's bachelor party. Nope, 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 nope. Stop. You went to a what? An all nude strip club. Oh, oh, they go all the way. Like a like a fully naked. Oh, okay. They go all the way. And you know what they don't have at those? Pubic hair. Alcohol. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, also pubic hair. There's no pubic hair. There's no alcohol. All the shit I like, they don't fucking have. Fuck. See, I don't know why I turned into someone from like Queens. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to be sexist, but I think on on a, on a lady, uh, pubic hair helps, especially us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think pubic hair makes it look prettier yeah. on boys and girls. 
here here at Homalicious, uh, we want you to have hair however you want. If you want to part it, braid it, comb it when you're a go-go boy, pick it out, do a fro. Yeah. You do whatever the fuck. Oh yeah. Put a little glitter in it. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Give it a perm. Ooh, glitter pubes. That sounds nice. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that. Yeah. I know what I'm doing for pride. <laughs> <laughs> start again john with your like your sad wig box it's time to talk about wigs (laughs) (laughs) talk about wig talk wig talk this pride episode sucks (laughs) i was saying that a a, a drag queen is a close friend of mine and she has now made my house part of her headquarters of getting ready and there's like stuff all over and there's some really expensive wigs yeah and uh and you don't ever get drunk at try them on just once just get a little drunk try i know i want to try on a wig wig party dan we're going to give you the cheaper wigs to try on first you know because you don't give drunks good wigs you know they jump in the pool yeah you're big also, i have i already have so much hair it would just be a, yeah you know, too much yeah, we'll just too give you like hair. a wiglet or a clip-in or like bangs or something just so you could add oh my something. God, some bangs. well dan latina was at my house once and we got drunk and he screamed let's put on wigs and then he wig shamed me <laughs> that my wigs were <laughs> shitty and so um well you that's you like brought out the box and i just remember being like these are your wigs <laughs> <laughs> Lots of like what hard front party city. It was a lot of shake and go, uh, no, tinsel Rick James wigs. No. Like it was a there, lot of just two of them had had netting in the front, Ooh, a lace front, oh, or was that a veil? Yeah, <laughs> no, a lace front. That's it. Wear it to a funeral. It's perfect. No. It was, it, girl, that was a clipped in veil. Some of them are really old. But but that, but since I got wig shamed, I say to you, Dan, how many wigs do you have that you could pull out if we had a party right now? I only have two wigs, and they are definitely party city shake and go terrible ones. And like one's like an old lady wig, which I you know I, I you know use for character moments. Okay, <laughs> okay. Whoa, 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 we'll go back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna rewind it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah so back it up, Sophia. I want to hear this one. Um, <laughs> okay, so I have this character. <laughs> Uh, that I wear the the old the old lady wig with. What and, is her name? Um, I don't know. She feels like a Babs too, okay. like a, like a Barbara, like a Babs. Yeah. Anyway, she also has like this uh, very colorful windbreaker jacket. Lesbian. <laughs> she has like a cigarette and like the glasses. What are those? Like chains on them. Oh. And she likes to work the slot machines. A Sherman Oaks housewife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very oh, that. Okay. Uh, so that's the one wig, the old yeah, lady no, wig, and they have another one, just like like a rock and roll mullet. No, wait, wait, wait. So why does she have to be old, like old lady that works the slots? Wouldn't she just be like? Well, it's gray hair, so that's probably it. Oh, because her hair looks like your hair, John. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> God, John, you could wear it to the grocery store and It'd look just like you. You wouldn't get accused of using self checkout. <laughs> you know, you could just be somebody new. Is it John? Is it Estelle Getty? Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody um, knows. But he looks like he needs to shower. Yeah. Okay, so you got old lady wig, and you play a character. Old lady wig and and mullet wig, yeah. and I'll wear that for like a. If I'm doing like an '80s uh, coach moment kind of kind of thing, or like '80s rock and roll, oh, this is so specific. <laughs> These I'm are a- my characters. Okay, <laughs> does this happen a lot? Okay, <laughs> I am a coach from the '80s, and my name is Mac. Coach <laughs> Mac. His name is Rex. Yeah. He likes quaaludes yeah. and banging yeah. broads. And these are all, these are both very terrible, terrible wigs. Shiny plastic wigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like your old lady one. She sounds like she'd be fun in like Reno. 
That's what you should name her. Oh, totally. Reno. Very Reno. So like this, I mean, I was thinking of Norman Bates' mother when you said gray old lady wig. It's not Norman Bates' mother in Psycho. Well, she's a skeleton. <laughs> I know, but she's wearing a wig. Oh, okay. He wears a wig when he kills people. He wears mother's wig. Right. Yeah. Should I break out this wig? Well, for a radio show, that should just, <laughs> that'll kill him in Des Moines. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just, it, will uh, we hear it? Or will it rattle like a fucking bag of bones? It'll be more ASMR. Yeah. Oh, why'd you tell him? I, I wanted him to guess what it was. I knew he already fucking forgot. <laughs> oh, damn. Shit, I did. You did, yeah. I see. I told you. Oh, that's good. John, where did all your wigs come from? Well, I inherited a lot of them. Um, um, <laughs> uh, do you miss your mom on, or they on, no they were they were on cadavers <laughs> at viewings and i just took them just as they were closing the crop and just like you snatch it and run they'll never they'll never miss this no some of them are from plays that sounds about um, it from plays i'm inventorying them in my head the, the, this one wig was from a, a play called cloud nine i don't know if you know this play it's very very unusual play and the actor uh, my friend dressed this actor in cloud. That was a professional production. Ooh. And the actor referred to the wig as Betty. <laughs> and that was not anyone's name in the show. And he would go, is Betty ready? <laughs> and uh, and not like, get me my wig. Yeah. Oh, so the, the wig had a name. And so we have it and it's still Betty. And uh, I made pigtails out of it once. And um, this um, friend of mine said, oh, everybody dresses up. I, I was at this new company. Everyone dresses up on Halloween and oh, we're carpooling and I'll pick you up. And she's got a little mermaid outfit on and is wearing, you know, a fishnet as a shawl. Yes. And I get in head to toe uh, <laughs> cheerleader, uh, white knee boots, uh, white tennis skirt. <laughs> <laughs> this thing in in figures, and we are the only two that are dressed up <laughs> in the entire company. And I have carpooled. I can't go home. And I stood there wearing this fucking tennis skirt. Um, it was. It, people were walking around me, uh -huh. big circles, like, um, oh, and, you know, one over in the corner was yeah. a guy, hit a bloody ear. Oh. I'm Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's lazy. You know, and I'm like, yeah. really? I'm in drag. I'm sitting here in fucking drag, crossing my legs so you don't see my private part. So that was Betty. Come on, Betty. Oh, come on, Betty. How many wigs do you have, Latina? Oh, my gosh. Um, like, I think I've got about, like, six or seven wigs that are in current rotation. Ooh. Um, some of them are black to match my complexion, my mood, <laughs> and your soul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're black so they match my mood rings. Um, oh, I love mood rings. I did too. I thought they were so stupid, but so magical. They Dan, were. they change colors. Oh, you know, you know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all a bunch of malarkey, but it's fun. No, it changed yeah. color with the heat of your finger. It really it did change colors. Anyway, so black, black when you're in right in that mood. Black one yeah. in that mood. I've got a big white one that is very like fashion Italian model that I love. Mm, mm. Um, I've got short little black ones that like mm. I like to pretend that I <laughs> I'm supposed to look like Velma Kelly in Chicago, like that short little twenties bob. Yeah, but I end up looking like current day Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> I don't look good. <laughs> I do not look good. I love Linda Ronstadt. But I know, but they, girl, but they but they are doing her dirty with that hair. It's like. <laughs> It's bad enough she can't sing anymore. She can't do her own hair either. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got it. I've I've got an assortment. I find that I have to go bigger. I've got a slightly bigger face. So when I try to do the little pussycat bus driver wigs, <laughs> I look crazy. I look I look like I'm wearing like a a toupee or a coaster for a head. Wasn't the rule like the width of the uh, wig, like on either side, it should be like half the width of your of your face at least. Yeah. So like. 
Yeah. And then if you want to make your head look smaller. your shoulders, you go even bigger so that you don't look as broad. Um, or you go even higher if you're short. Like, it's just a lot of what a proportion drag baby speaking of toupees my friend and i have an expression when we see a really bad toupee we go there's hell to pay <laughs> <laughs> but i like it. it's yours just whisper hell to pay when you hell see to one. Pay, yeah. yeah uh do your wigs have names like uh like betty no i think i just call them by their days of the week so it's like there's tuesday and wednesday and thursday <laughs> little wednesday she's weird isn't she <laughs> Little Wednesday. Yeah. Here's Wednesday's child. Yeah, weird old Wednesday. I haven't seen Sunday um, in a bit. <laughs> but I think I, you know, I name my plants. I should name my wig. Your plants are um, named too. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like it helps me like connect to them, so I like remember to water them and check in on them, and like it's it, yeah, they respond to positive energy. Oh well, that makes sense. I've got one named Audrey Three, <laughs> which is I love it. a little shop job. Um, I've got Lafern and Shirley. Um, <laughs> Wait, is it like just one fern named Lafern and Shirley, or is there it's two? no? It's two ferns together. They're, they're like two separate ferns, so it's Lafern. They're best friends. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I love that if one dies, I'm just stuck with a plant named Shirley. That's also kind of great. Yeah. Um, well, that happened to Cindy Williams, so we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a fiddle leaf fig um, that I thought was like it sounded like Fiddler on the Roof, so I just named him Tevia. Oh my god. Um, okay. I thought you could name him Fiddle DD. Fiddly fag. That's what I thought. Fiddly on the roof um <laughs> i've got one i've got a plant named Faye, which is super like like if it gets just a little too hot it just like falls down so i thought it was overly dramatic like Faye dunaway oh my goodness mm. there's plants behind you right now there are yeah um this one's called plant debbie because we have an aunt debbie <laughs> and so we call this one plant debbie i have two plants and the personal experience i have is i give them water Fun. And that's it that's just our relationship you don't name them you no, don't talk to them I, you don't play classical music <laughs> for them because it actually helps them grow there's one right next to a speaker i guess he's happy or she's happy or they happy i don't know but it's just right there in the corner and seems to like the light and then you smoke the other one so you know, it's, it's... <laughs> i remember you clip it and then dry it yeah, yeah. Um, i remember i had a party once and someone brought a really pretentious interior designer and he said out loud i don't think everyone knows that house plants are really out of fashion who who said that and i looked around and i had like six house plant i was looking around going why are you saying this? oh and that is some pretentious nonsense yeah house plants yeah. are wonderful also when when did this happen because house plants have never been more in in than they Surely. are right now well i think the pandemic brought them back yeah they were on like the way but i feel As like friends. i think the uh the pandemic definitely became yeah. you know made it explode because there's plant gaze or a thing oh, plant man. tiktok is a whole yeah. thing Plants are in, baby. Well, with the water shortage, you've got to have all artificial. So it's time to turn over. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to start spitting in these before I get them. <laughs> yeah, I pissed in one just as like, they don't mind. Artificial plants are the, like the work of the devil. So um, you're not getting <laughs> of them. Of course they are. They're just yeah, fucking point. plastic. There's more plastic. There's going to be in a landfill. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the most high-end artificial plant store in Los Angeles, honest to God, is called All Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is a true story. <laughs> what a bummer. Could you imagine pulling it? Like, you see that on the map, and you're just like, <gasps> I opened the door and said, All you have is plants? Yeah, wait. You know, is it an all you can eat buffet kind of thing? Yeah. Or like, is it. Where's a... all the dick? Okay, okay, stop right there. What in the hell, boobs? Boots. What in the hell boots. is all you can eat? <laughs> That is the you eat until it, until they kick it, you out. It is, or you eat until you throw up. Can I tell you something? 
Every single meal I ever eat is all I can eat. That, and then I stop eating. It, it's like, uh-huh. I don't finish the meal and go, wow, I wish there was more of that. I Every meal is all I can eat. <laughs> so the sign that says all you can eat. Yeah, that's every meal. Even at like those like fancy restaurants where they just serve like really small portions like a little about the experience or whatever. Every, I don't go to them. Every place I go is all I can eat. I haven't been to like an all you can eat buffet since like the late 90s so i really cannot speak to this but i feel like the whole point was like get like small stuff or like get like small plates of foods that you could go back and back and back and back hometown buffet (laughs) Um, but i would always get like one giant yeah one giant mound of food and then would be full and be like what was the point of this i think we've done a buffet together we have yes at the smokehouse yeah yeah we went with friends that could really eat and yeah andy we we don't not naming names but (laughs) not not gonna name any names but um call you out andy <laughs> yeah, the gal could eat. Yeah, the gal could really eat because she really worked out. But I am the worst person to take to a buffet. No, me too. I, I ask if they have like a salad and an iced tea, and I'm just like, I'm done. <laughs> kidding? I'm planning ahead of like how I'm going to like. I'm, I'm looking at the buffet beforehand. I'm like planning ahead. Okay, where am I going to put like the potato salad, and where is this like this cheese plate part going to go? I'm thinking ahead because it's all you can eat. All the food, it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. I always wish I could eat more. It like I think it overwhelms me and I lose my appetite because I'm like, can I have clam chowder? Can I have ro- uh, prime rib? Can I have breakfast enchiladas? It's just like it's too much, <laughs> and I panic and I shut down and I'm just like, just an Arnold Palmer, please, <laughs> and no ice, and, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just a couple loose cigarettes, and I'll be done. Also, I am such a bitch that I don't like half of the things at the buffet i don't (laughs) like that i don't and dan you should probably like that too because you are your diet is very restrictive yeah i feel like most buffets have a lot of like non-meat options at least the salad bar uh, this is coming from the guy who has like thanksgiving leftovers for three months after thanksgiving so (laughs) look every time we refer to this i find it hard to believe that you have any picks any any bones to pick with buffets because there's no bones in vegetarian food yeah snap when i went to um (laughs) In the Ooh. 80s in Los Angeles, they had all-you-can-eat sushi, and it was very short-lived because every, they had to say, you have to eat the rice, is what it would say, because people would just take the fish off the top of all of them and then have sushimi <laughs> when they got back to their t- table, and then they went broke. Uh, and so you, you have to eat the rice, have to eat the rice. And I actually <laughs> sat there and watched uh, a woman with their purse open dropping the rice into their purse and just <laughs> eating the sushimi. <laughs> Am I saying that word right? Sushimi. Yeah. Yeah. Sashimi. Sashimi. It sounds a little like you're having a stroke, but you're, no, but you're saying it. It sounds right. like a dance move. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh God, I just hurt my, my, my nipples. Fell out. Um, <laughs> I just pulled my tit. <laughs> Doctor, we've got another broken tit in aisle five. <laughs> was he doing the sashimi? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. He was demonstrating it. And that's when he went bad. Have you ever been to like a sushi place where they like go like around on the little like train or trolley or on the little boat? Yeah. <laughs> Those are so cute. Conveyor belt? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It's like it's like when they do dim sum and they come around with that cart. I love that. And on a cart. See, that's how I like to eat. I like options, but I like them small. Oh, I don't want just like... I see. I don't want that giant vat of lukewarm mac and cheese that everyone has been breathing yep, on. Yeah. 
That freaks me the fuck out. Well, th- this um, thing is a conveyor belt and it runs around the whole restaurant and there's little plates yeah. of sushi that goes you by. You just like, pick off what you want. Yeah, and then and the color of the plate is the price. Super cute. And so then you just kind of stack them up. But first mistake is you're like, oh, if you get the brown plate, it's the cheapest one. I'm the one that's just like, all right, we're only eating brown plates tonight. So I'm the one that's switching the switching the tops of everything from the plate <laughs> and then throwing the rest of my purse. You know, I'm that guy. And I got to go to Oktoberfest once in Germany and and you drink beer in a giant stein. And she makes a, uh, a chalk mark on the back of your chair for the number of beers you drink. And then at the end, you pay by the number of slashes on the back of your chair. Can't you just like easily erase the the, the chalk? No, Dan. Chalk. That's not the spirit of Oktoberfest. <laughs> Both Dan and I were like, how the fuck can we cheat yeah. this? <laughs> Just one or two. That's fine. First of all, the steins are the size of my leg. So you, you can't drink that many anyway, or you'd used to be about dead. But I will say something. Sounds like a challenge. Oktoberfest <laughs> is very gay. Oh. And oh. yeah, German men in Lederhosen. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'd like to climb every mountain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> High on a hill, I'm a lonely goat turd. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, honey, that's one of my favorite things right there. (laughs) Edelweiss. I I don't know. (laughs) Atta girl, I got you. You jump in. I got one. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Dan, we have given you an assignment. Yeah. And it was a big one. And I hope that you have completed your assignment because Latina and I have completed your assignment too. That's right. Because it's time for... It's time for Dan's Big Gay Movie Review. Uh, So this week, uh, the movie was Valley of the Dolls. That's right. It's a wig. And it's a wig, darling. (laughs) It's a wig. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had never seen this movie, and uh, I've always heard a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And I love the. There's a lot of great hair in this movie. I got to oh, say. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there's a lot so much great hair, hair in this. A lot of wigs. Love it. Big. Mm-hmm. A lot of wigging. Um, I got to say though, um, I did not like this movie. <laughs> it is not no, a good movie. No, no, it's a yeah. bad movie. Like when the movie ended, I was like, "Why is this a gay yeah. cult classic?" Well, yeah, the charm is that it's so awful for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it is. It's it's it, it's like mostly drag queens interacting with each other and, and right. Yeah, it's very camp and lot very yeah. over the top and that's all that Aggressive. in and of itself is very right. gay. Right. There's also some really really great quotes all throughout this movie. When I was like watching it, I had to like pause like every few minutes just to like write down some of these great quotes. Yeah. A lot of good mm-hmm. quips that have like like sustained the test of time and are still used to this day. Oh my god, for real! Like a sparkle, Neely, sparkle, and <laughs> all right, faggot, start explaining. There's so many. <laughs> they say faggots so many times in this movie. No, no, let's go to the faggot discussion. Oh it is like, oh my god, we use the word so derogatory so, so many, many times. times. There's not even a single gay man in the movie. No, What's the point. No, yeah. it was a you know a popular word to shock people i guess at the time it's like the precursor to all of those 80s movies that like use the f slur aggressively yeah yeah um, a lot well this is based on a bestseller you know yes. jacqueline suzanne yeah and uh, she made it in the guinness mm-hmm. book of world records when she published this book it sold 17 million copies like immediately but this director and screenwriter didn't make the movie from the book. He made a different movie. 
and uh, yeah it was definitely like loosely inspired by yeah um yeah the uh, acting is terrible in this movie. It's really bad. Sharon Tate couldn't read a back of a box of cereal it's, and make it real. It's so over the top. No, she's really bad. <laughs> really bad. She's beautiful. She's that was her job. Beautiful. My favorite part is what, which is Anne, honey. Let's face it. All I know how to do is take off my clothes. I mean, I was like, yeah. If I had a dollar, I know. I screamed <laughs> same when I was watching the yeah. movie. And, yeah. uh, Familiar territory. Um, Relatable content. Yeah. Sparkle, Neely, Sparkle. I, I say that every now and then. That's yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I know. There's so so many good ones. Oh to hell with them. Let them droop. <laughs> oh yeah, one. because. Mama, I'm doing my bust exercises every day. And like they show her doing her bust exercises. I'm like, what is yeah. she doing? Remember, yeah. isometric exercising is a huge craze. Oh, just like really sharp uh, movements? No, where you make two muscles work together. So you push your fists together. And uh, when I was in junior high, there was an exercise for girls. And the saying went, we must we must, we must improve our bus. <laughs> and they would do these things with their wow. arms, like pulling away from each other, like you were, well, like a taffy pole, but you wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. um, taffy pole for titties, no. a titty pole. Nope, I have no idea. Too young. <laughs> that sounds like a, t- a titty pole. <laughs> it's the theme of my next birthday. Back yeah. room at the bar, you know, um, we'll go there. I'm going um, back to the titty pole if y'all need me. <laughs> I need me some tip pull. Uh, <laughs> It's a terribly active yeah. movie. It's the showgirls of its time. Oh my time. god, yeah. Well, at least I feel like with showgirls, like he was purposely trying to make a bad movie, and he was like kind of in on the joke. But I feel like with this, like no one was really in on it, and they thought they were making gold. yeah. The same thing with Mommy Dearest. Yeah, they thought they were making like oh, a best, yeah. uh, like a best picture film, and it is just so over the top. Yeah, that it is just like you. God, rain it in. My God. Also, I got a bone to pick with the director, Mr. Mark Robeson. Robeson, what'd he do? It, it's amateur filmmaking. It is absolutely amateur. Oh, yeah. Every scene, if there's a graphic, like a sign of a train station, he starts on the sign and pulls out. He starts on the door, <laughs> lawyer, and pulls out. He starts. I mean, it's like um, film for the blind. Okay. We, we've got yeah. it. Oh, my God. If she had just walked by the door that said lawyer, we didn't know she's yeah, going to the lawyer's office. You don't just start on the sign and just, you know, pull out and find her. I mean, it is like this is amateur filmmaking. Yeah. It's like fucking Braille. You're like, oh, we get it. We get it. It's fine. He gets this part because he directed the movie version of Peyton Place, which was the highest selling book prior to Valley of the Dolls. Oh. And so he does the movie and they think he's the guy you know, to do it. But this movie is sexist. Too. Oh, yeah. It, no, yeah. Just, not it talks about women is so they're all all awful, like just catty bitches. Like like, why are these people friends and they all yeah. hate each other? Well, the men talk about women like they're objects. You know, like are you pretty enough to be my secretary? Oh yeah, you got to stay till midnight. Sometimes you know, it's just oh, like no. It sounds like it's about dolls, and it was made on a lot of dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look up what I mean. I know they the dolls are like <laughs> they're pills is what they mean. But like I had to look up what exactly is a doll and right. I look it up. It's downers. They're just taking downers and they're drinking with them. But like, who is giving them all of these pills? Are they uppers or downers? There's multiple pills in the movie, but I think 
Dolls specifically are are downers. Um, How about when she throws the pills on the little tray and the camera's eye level with the tray, and then she reaches for the glass of yeah. water and it spills on the <laughs> all over the pills. It's just like, oh my god, oh yes. my god, it's ridiculous. It is. Yeah. It is fully ridiculous. This movie is very ridiculous, and like the plot just like meanders, oh, totally. and like it like nothing really happens. We're just like, why are why That's are we great. over here now? And like it's six months later, and they're in L.A. Ugh. And the music, a yeah. lot of the music is so bad. Oh my god! Okay, here. Oh, oh, oh god! You just set off Latina. Her wig just shot up in the air. <laughs> the ball by it's it levitated like fucking exorcist. Here we go. I'm awake again. Um, that opening song by Dionne Warwick, right? Well, is- not only opening, it reprises like nine times. Every yeah, it's all throughout the movie, hundred times. Yeah, every time somebody is like. And I think yeah. I'm sad. Dee, 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 dee. It just starts yeah. up again. Walking by the beach. With yeah. a different verse. It yeah. Awful. <laughs> awful. I love Dionne Warwick, but that song is fucking terrible. Yeah. It is the queefiest song. Queefiest. It's written by, you know, the darling of the day, Andre Previn. You know, he's our he's our composer, conductor. He's the John Williams of his time. Yeah. And his lovely wife wrote the lyrics. Yeah. And I, I screamed when I was like watching the credits. Mrs. Premise. Yeah. Um, so the DVD was $1 more than renting it. So I bought the DVD. So now you own it. Oh, well. Now you're going to try to sell it for that dollar. <laughs> yeah. No, now I'm going to loan it. <laughs> I own it to loan it. Yeah. <laughs> going straight to Goodwill. And um, it, it said on the outside, I was all excited. It said um, that it's the special edition. The fuck does that mean? Right? So... <gasps> What's so special right? about it? So I opened it up, and there's just nothing in it but a disc, and the disc says disc one. No way. <laughs> and there, and there's not. There's not two discs. You couldn't get around to like a special. Is like, eh, just disc like one. It's special. We made it. <laughs> yeah. What What did you want? Uh, like bonus features, deleted scenes, interviews with the cast, interactive DVD menu. No, no, no. We couldn't interview anyone. Dead. No, no. The menu though. The menu is hilarious. Somebody today has cut the menu into ridiculousness. <laughs> like, I need my dolls. And, and you know, it's just like one-liners, and it is, it, it's better than the movie. Like leaning into the camp of it. Yeah, yeah. So we do need to talk about the elephant in the room because our next segment is celebrating Judy Garland. She oh, was yeah. originally cast in this movie. Right. Oh, yes. She was supposed to play the Helen Lawson character. Yes, Helen Lawson, which the only good song in the movie is hers. Yeah, and that was supposed to be I'll Judy's. plant my own tree or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then Judy did a pre-record of it, which we mm-hmm. have, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a costume test. She did. Yes, which she kept. Which and she stole it and then yeah. wore it on tour in her, in her like... No one else yeah. could fit in that shit because she was like so fucking thin. Yeah. And 4'11". Did you fucking Judy Garland was 4'11"? Jesus. She seems like such a statuesque person, but she is... That's fair. one of my legs. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, 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 I got two Judys right here, and I got Eliza in the middle. Just <laughs> <laughs> one of my chins. Are you kidding me? But yeah, she she was she was originally going to be in that, and then was let go just because she was um she was tricky. Because ironically, she was also on like booze and pills. Oh, so ironic. Oh man, she was in that valley, honey. She was walking through that uh, you know the valley of the shadows of death. Other fun quotes: boobies, 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 <laughs> nothing but boobies. Who needs them? I've done great without them. <laughs> and also like the same uh, you know chick Jen uh, Sharon Tate. 
who's who's the one that says, "Eh, let him droop." She's the one who who like has breast cancer and then kills herself. I know. And mother keeps asking for fifty dollars every time mother calls. You know, bitch, uh, mom. Do you have that fifty dollars? I kept confusing all of the characters throughout the movie because they all look the same. Oh yeah, with big hair that like changes all the time, so that's like you know interchangeable. Yeah, like it's a bunch of ladies. thin-lipped white women. Not good. I mean. You know, with big hair. <laughs> Here's another quote I want to use all the time. Who's stoned? I'm merely traveling incognito. <laughs> that was me at the laundromat when I lost my hoodie. <laughs> I was traveling incognito. And you've used that was you and you, you lost have used that line more times. <laughs> yeah. I'm just in disguise. <laughs> so Judy leaves and um, Raquel Welch is approached mm-hmm. and says she doesn't want to do a quote sex pot role. Yeah, because sure. she changed her mind on that. <laughs> <laughs> She's made a career out of it. <laughs> Raquel, Raquel. So I guess um, Patty Duke uh, was at the, uh, the Castro Theater hired her for a screening of this movie, and when she was there, she thinks that Mark uh, Robson uh, didn't want Judy after she was cast and did things tormented her like made her wait is what she said. It made her wait from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. before filming a scene and then saying, you look upset, you look drunk, you look tired, uh, to a point where it was just, it was kind of torment. Um, and, and that's unfortunate. I mean, that woman didn't need I mean, any more bullshit. No, she had had enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. do you think that's what actually happened? Because it sounds uh, like, look, I heard stories that she was just a terror and she was just boozing up and like very like high, like basically like the character of Neely. I mean, mostly it's just, it's it's all, I mean, I guess it's conjecture at this point, but she, she does this late. This could have been like a career saving grace, but then she did she ended up not getting it and then she goes on tour and then dies. Yeah, because she hadn't had a job in like four or five years, I think, until she got mm. this one and then lost it. There's yeah. a great What's My Line where she does as a publicity stunt where she is the celebrity on What's My Line. I'll put the link. Um, Joe Judy does it? Yeah. And that she says that I'm going to be in this new movie, Valley of the Dolls. And it was publicity for Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> you know, if you listen to Judy's version of I'll Plant My Own Tree, it sounds so different than the one in the movie. Yeah. Here's a fun little game, though. Patty Duke is singing at the uh, telethon in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. For, for cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis, right. <laughs> I was like, that's so random, but okay. But listen, I understand there's a drinking game and that my friend told me about this. And she's wearing a big necklace. And while she's gyrating and doing her dance, the necklace either hugs one tit or it hugs the other tit so <laughs> you divide the room up of left tit and right tit and every time the necklace hugs that tit you have to finish your drink <laughs> oh that's also fun yeah it's a lot of fun if you watch enough times see i would love to watch this movie again with like a big gaggle of gays like playing right. a drinking game or something this is not a movie to like watch by yourself taking you do notes. not watch it, was, it by yourself ugh, yeah we should have instructed boring. you that you yeah. have to have support <laughs> i know i wasn't even high when i watched it oh my god this is really tragic Ugh. i wasn't even incognito you guys what a waste she was just stoned yeah. i'm thankful you sat through it oh another another great line is uh she at the very beginning the girl friday she says i need to go in that room and the the hardcore smoking uh, lady at the front goes if you're a capricorn you better be careful <laughs> i don't know what that means who knows and then her boss is like stop ruining my life steinberg <laughs> so Oh, this guy only fucks Capricorns, and how does he know? Yeah, what's your birthday? You know, um, hello, what's your sign, Capricorn? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sticking through it, Dan. I know that yeah, wasn't. Oh my god, way. it was. It was a little yeah. difficult, but I mean, I think 
also like after I watched it, I had like the weirdest dreams. So like maybe I I was on dolls by by proxy. I don't know, but by association. Yeah, I'm glad I watched it. And the more I like I think about it, the more I like remember all this crazy shit about it and like the fun lines. And I was like, okay, I would watch this again. Like I said, like with a group of fags and like just ripping into it and alcohol. You have to be and yeah, all the dolls. Yeah, I'm not nutty. I'm just hooked on dolls. Yeah, all the dolls. Yeah, Barbie and Skipper (laughs) and Ken and and I'm I'm bringing all my dolls. If 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 you're ever sad, just play the ending of Patty Duke in the alley trying to get in the stage door, thinking she's going to do the play. (laughs) Neely O'Hara, Neely, Neely. I was starting to call her Needy Needy (laughs) O'Hara during the movie. So. You know, you, she's having a worse day than you. Absolutely. Yeah. Her best day is your worst day. Okay. So just remember that. And <laughs> also, like, great better. drag name is Neely O'Hara, but like spelled like knee, K N E E. Neely O'Hara. <laughs> Neely. <laughs> so, what are you watching next, Dan? Dan doesn't know. Dan gets told. Yeah. What's my assignment? <laughs> Give me something oh. not bad. <laughs> something not bad? Well, something not bad. Yeah. Uh, how about ooh, 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 like maybe like we were talking about like Mame, uh, and what is it like anti Mame or whatever? Or well, wait, the worst, the Lucille Ball Mame. Yeah. Okay. So there's two roads here. Mame. <laughs> if you watch it, you'll feel like you've Mame. been maimed. You feel like you've been maimed. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's horrible. I would say watch anti Mame with yeah. Rosalind Russell. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. And there are no songs in it because it's pre-musical. So it's just the film. Name, Rosalind Russell. And it's amazingly theatrical with weird wipes and blackouts and irises that are just so fun. Yes. Scenery disappears behind her and another scene comes in like it's a, on a theater. It's just yeah. so good. It's very good. So good. And there are lines in that that I use to this day. Oh, that sounds fun. Right. All right. It's happening. It's gonna okay, be Auntie Mame, it's on the list. Oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, speaking of like fun, like weird theatrical interludes, because um, I think we we talked about last movie. The women had that one like really random fashion show, um, yeah. like fashion show in the Technicolor fashion show. This one like has like that crazy commercial that um that the main character is in for that like that fragrance or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. And it's just like this weird surreal like Dolly sixties hellscape moment. It is rad and yeah, 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 very, very. <laughs> I love the number that uh, is it Helen? Is it Helen? She does on the stage with the pieces of plexiglass. Oh yeah, that was Helen. Yeah, with like the kaleidoscope glass. It's just so silly because you know she's doing her number and the glass goes around and glass goes around and at the end of her number, lighting never changes, nothing changes. The son of bitches are yep. still going around her. Going. She's just standing there. There's applause. <laughs> it's like, do you have a lighting board? Do you have? Did anybody decide that this should change? Nope. You know. Mm-hmm. No, like it's cheaper just to leave it on. Yeah, just let it let it spin, Harold. And I just know, like imagine yeah. her like on the stage, like trying to sing her song about the tree or whatever, and she's like dodging like these giant pieces of this like mobile that keep like almost hitting her in the head. That's what I imagine happening. I want that mobile so badly. Pretty fab. I want that so badly. It would just be so good. Yeah. Maybe that'll be my summer assignment to make Ooh. one for my dollhouse. It's all about two inches high and a little motor. John lives in this pretend world in the dollhouse. Get it. Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, oh awesome. my God! Yes, dollhouse named Valley of the Dolls. Is that what you call your like your pillow day like uh, containers? Your dollhouse. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a good idea. We're gonna put that in the merch mm-hmm. store. Talk a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't need the safety cap on my dollhouse. You're an adult. Because <laughs> yeah. I need to get them out fast. <laughs> I need them. Trust me. My beautiful little dolls. Just one and one more. <laughs> 
See, so many good quotes. So many. <laughs> boobies, boobies, boobies. Uh, Ted Casablanca is not a fag, and I'm the dame who can prove it. <laughs> so the slut in the swimming pool, she only got one scene, right? She she got to splash with him, and then she had to run out. And there was a kind of a glimpse of side boob just a little yeah, bit when she ran out. But the first scene of them making love, uh, that, that was just like so lame. Oh, like, yeah. like a weird, like, music, like an 80s music video. Dark. And she drops the towel to the ground and it it's like it's like i keep the lighting now for lovemaking you know <laughs> just pitch black it's like that's why i never wanted a mirror above the bed you know like in vegas they had rooms with mirrors above the bed and i was thinking oh my god i've got a dimple there too i mean you know <laughs> you don't want i feel that. like a mirror above the bed i mean it's only good for like one person right like do you guys, i guess you, unless you take turns one okay. at a time <laughs> like i want to see what i look like now oh god yeah no turn, turn off the lights and close the black art curtains i feel like jiggly Kelly. there's there's more of me going other directions than they're supposed to be you know i look like a broken compass (laughs) we here at home malicious would like to wish judy garland a happy 100th birthday yeah happy we would bone kicking in heaven girl i think it's our job as you know in the gay community to honor the person that is like one of the greatest gay icons that we have yeah Yeah. truly all time I'm a huge Judy Garland fan and always have been. And um, she's very special to me. So, I mean, like besides um, Wizard of Oz, like what are some uh, classics that you could recommend for everybody? Glad you asked. Um, so <laughs> I think A Star is Born. Is a Star is Born. Floats was she the like the first, first one? Because I know no, she remade a lot. Wow. The second. She was the second. There's been, the first there's been one four. Fits from the 30s. It's old. Yeah. And um, then the Judy one. And then makes... the Barbara one, and then the Lady Gaga one. Yeah, um, the Barbara one is literally just fine. We will. This is not about Barbara. We are talking about Judy right Judy. now. Judy, Barbara, uh, just sit down. Sit down, Barbara. Wait your turn. Go shop um, in your mall. Yeah, go shop in your own <laughs> mall. This Yankee <laughs> candle down there. Um, yeah. No, yeah, this is good. about this is about Judy Lorna. Yeah, sit down, Lorna. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so we've got a Star is Born. Okay, a Star is Born is fantastic. It is like four hours long. It is so so good. But um, she narrowly lost the oscar that year to grace kelly and i to this day believe the great uh, that grace kelly cannot act she is Ooh, gorgeous but it's not a great yeah. yeah yeah so it's fine she's dead um everyone said i, I think i think judy plays the tragedy of a star is born the best of all of them because she, it is tragic that you outshine the man partner that you love absolutely you know, it, no no it's it's just, so I do it all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm shamed. You know, I just hang my head at home. Just like, why, why am I so successful? It's so hard. It's hard. It's hard to be. It's hard to be so so, so famous and so glamorous. But someone's got to do it. Um, yeah. But when stardom, you know, that when it reverses, and that's what the story is about, yeah. of course. You know, and uh, it, it's it's she plays the she is hurt. And you you feel the hurt yeah. uh, in that performance. And that's like yeah. a, a it's a great example of life imitating art, imitating life. Yeah. Because I think that's why she did that so successfully because she had lived that right. many times over. And then she has this monstrous MGM musical career. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, she, she has like a, a canon of films that she made. She does. Yeah. And uh, you could watch Summerstock. You could watch Meet Me in St. Louis, which is fantastic. Uh, the Harvey Girl. Yeah, that's one I definitely want to watch. The yeah. Clock. Anybody? The Clock. The Clock. Oh, yeah. It's really a, a yeah. really strange. The Pirate. The Pirate. Gene Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah the, um, yeah. the Pirate is particularly strange because it's during her height of 
pill abuse. So she is so erratic in the pirate um, that it almost doesn't get finished. And those are the takes they wow. kept. Okay. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> those, are the ones, I know. those are the ones that made the film. I always, when I see a uh, film and I go, what? And I think that's the best take. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Ouch. You know, but she was a product of, uh, you know, the, uh, the MGM studio system and she got started very early and they got her on these pills immediately as a child. Yeah. Um, and it fucked her up for the rest of her life. And oh. so Judy gets a bad rap because she was hard to work with because she was unpredictable, but I really don't think that it was her fault. Mm. Um, I think she was very wary of the industry that she worked in yeah. and she was also just unfortunately a product of addiction and yeah um but she was i mean so incredibly talented yeah, yeah. Um, and up and down you, career at the end which is just even a, 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 a person that's not having addiction problems could barely handle i mean yeah. it is we love you we can't hire you we love you we can't hire you i mean right yeah and she has money problems at the end and it's just it's really health problems too just from being like um from like uh, she was so underweight and just like so rail thin. Yeah. Seen like that like behind the scenes footage that I saw for Valley of the Dolls when she was doing the costume like that. She was like rail. she was just like a coat hanger. Rail thin. Rail yes. thin. Cuz 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 of all it, the, like, It's why I eat for two there. is because of Judy, you know. I was it, eating for Judy. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's for you. The tendency we have now, I feel like is to fo- like I feel like we still do focus a lot on how tragic she was and like she had there were tragic aspects to her life but her career was truly incredible and her talent was completely unmatched. Um and her career highs are literally like galaxy highs they are incredible you think of her doing carnegie hall in 61 62 i can't remember i think it's 61 um that is the she was the first female to win the live grammy award like for like best Mm -hmm. live album and the performance Um, is astonishing it, it's yeah. iconic she's the definition is, of a giver i think it's the best she gives and gives and yeah. gives and gives and just leaves it yeah. all on the stage you know yeah. she sings for like like almost three hours it, it is incredible that she sustained her you know and again it's like her yeah. big comeback in the early 60s and then this is followed by the judy garland yeah. show which i think to me is my favorite like like my favorite version of Judy is the early sixties Judy. Here's what's not fair uh-huh. is that Judy sings for three hours. And everybody loves it. My cabaret act is three hours and people were just walking out. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> what the hell happened? Well, there were three meal breaks. I mean, I was full. <laughs> well, two of the meals <laughs> I was eating on stage. Part of the act. Girl gets hungry. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it's so much fettuccine. Um. Well, I don't know if you heard this or not, but in, to honor uh, Judy's 100th birthday, Lorna has created Judy perfume. No, really? Have you heard this? She has. And the maker of the perfume said, it's homey and woodsy and as aromatic as where bluebirds fly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Where, woodsy. Okay, where, so where do birds, bluebirds fly? Anyway, <laughs> um, Lorna no. also said, um, I want a fragrance that smells like Judy Garland. And it is $140 a bottle. Jesus. And the name of the perfume is Judy. And it's her autograph. Yeah. Judy. This has Lorna written all over it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, she, yeah. Yeah. She did say she got approval from, 
from Liza and from Joey, but I think Joey is like, Joey, we're going to do this, you know? And <laughs> Liza was just like, we'll sign anything you put in front of her. Mm-hmm. She's like, what? She's, yeah, sh- yeah, she's off just shuffling. Um, you know, Lorna's got, I think Lorna's moderately talented. <laughs> I'm just going to go on that one. And, and she's got balls to sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow on the 100th sing. birthday party. I mean, no, that's not your song. That's Mama's song. So. She sang it with Rufus Wainwright, and they oh. lit up the Fire State Building. And- I am. Am I the only one that thinks Rufus Wainwright is just that voice is not good? It's not good. I like that he's giving, I like that he tributes Judy so much. I think that it is very lovely. So I love it. I watched two YouTube videos of him and I thought I no. saw him I saw him do it live. <laughs> that was my review. <laughs> I saw him I saw him do the show at Carnegie Hall when when he was touring the show. And I thought and like, no, that was special. That boots. was very special to see him do that whole Carnegie Hall thing. In Carnegie Hall, the same orchestrations in the same room where it happened. That was really lovely. It was yeah. like we were conjuring up Judy. Yeah. Um Yeah. I will that's all I will say about that. Um just so you know, the the, Ju- the Judy um, uh, fragrance is unisex, so we can oh, all wear it. Well, you know I'll be wearing it then. Yeah. Can I borrow 120 Because bucks? nothing says unisex yeah. like like a barn where a bluebird yeah. flies. A woodsy barn. It smells like. Sepia toned. It's like munchkin yeah. armpit. You know, it's just A couple really Judy good. rapid fire. Just... Um, have you seen the latest Drag Race season? Oh my God! Have you seen Jinx Dude? Jinx Dude Judy, the best, yeah, the, the best, best ever. Judy impersonation. That is the best I've ever seen a opinion. drag queen. Do. I don't think anyone's ever going to top that. No, yeah, best, definitely the best uh, snatch yeah. game ever, for sure. Ever, yeah, it was so spot on, and he nailed Judy. I mean, down to her being kind of shy and demure. I feel like people tend to play Liza really broadly, but they, but they don't play. Like they don't play up the fact that Judy was uh, just uh, she was kind of flighty and she was uh, mm. she was very funny, but she was also like unintentionally funny sometimes. Um, he just he just yeah they just nailed it completely. Um, yeah, yeah. Like watch the Jack Parr interviews with uh, Judy Garland on oh, yeah. on YouTube, and we'll link those too. There's an unintentional funniness, and I think that's really a good phrase for yeah. it. she didn't really realize what she said and then the audience laughs and so she then oh, is funny yeah. or yeah but yeah. i think she was also very very intelligent oh yeah like i think it's a quick wit for sure to be able to like pull that off she'd worked for so long that she knew how to get this out of people and yeah i think the broader discussion is like and i've seen a lot of people try to dissect this is what makes her a gay icon what makes yeah. judy garland a gay well, icon after all this time well joy bayer interviewed liza last week on the birthday and said to liza how come you and your mother are, are gay icons and liza goes because gays have taste there you go <laughs> so there it is so there we're done Iconic. we don't have to debate this anymore we solved yep, it yep. crack the code i guess at, at this birthday event uh lorna well, they made Joey do it, but Lorna gave away little tiny samples of the Liza perfume. Judy. And yeah, one more time. So Liza at this nope, event. Lorna. No, Lorna. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. In a minute, I'm going to be sucking my thumb and just getting my JJ's on. Um, <laughs> at this event, there were samples of Judy's perfume given away. And the creator of the perfume opened it and looked at the camera and screamed out loud, this is beyond the rainbow. That's not 
That's not even. Oh, no, he, he no, shouldn't have done that. It's not even right. And bad writers, bad, you know, yeah. yeah, like Latoya Jackson, bad management. He probably right. just like said that himself. I can imagine like a bunch of like his, a bunch of people just on the other side of the camera going, no, no, don't say, oh, oh. no, don't, no, no, no. Yeah. They, they were already saying, don't say woodsy. woodsy. Don't, don't say musky. Don't say woodsy. Yeah. Don't say where bluebirds fly. Don't yeah. say any of that. I Let's do another woodsy take. woodsy when I think Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. Now I think like what smelled like, how can we get this to smell like rhinestones or something? Like how can we, <laughs> yeah. what do the what do the curtains at the palace currently smell like? Because I think that's what I'd want yeah, for kind of It should no, it smell like it should smell happy. Yeah. Energetic. Forget for your troubles. troubles. Come on, get happy. <laughs> God damn it, we're good. Damn. So here's to you, Judy. Happy one hundred. Uh I'm gonna love you for the next one hundred years, I'm sure. So I saw someone post that she's been like fifty six years sober. <laughs> <laughs> Plumpy and pointy. <laughs> well, this concludes another episode of Homo Licious. Man, thanks for joining us. Yeah, we did oh, it. Beautiful gaze. We've been crispy and pointy. What have we been? <laughs> We've been plumpy and pointy. Yeah, this is part one, part one of our Pride series. Hey, I forgot to mention that uh, Burger King, to celebrate Pride, is offering their burgers with buns, two tops or two bottoms. Oh, yeah. And we need to explain to Burger King how gay sex works <laughs> because it doesn't work that way, honey. <laughs> yeah. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> also, was the word Whopper not gay enough for them? <laughs> or the underwear that said Home of the Whopper? Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you, did you yeah. ever see those? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then maybe it's about time we wrap this shit up. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. wrapping it. So we'll see you all next week for another exciting edition of Homolicious. Homo First time we've ever done that. Bye, gay. Bye, gay. Be careful if you're a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, queers. Homolicious, the odd pod, is intended for entertainment purposes only. The next episode will drop in a week. Please download and subscribe. The views expressed by the hosts and their guests are all their own. If you'd like to send us compliments or praise or nude photos, feel free to contact us at homoliciouspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.